Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to. On today's episode, we're going to be answering your questions, but more importantly than your questions, we've got a SmackDown preview. More importantly than that, though, we've got a bunch of news as well, including an update on Kenny Omega's health. Seth Rollins, another update on his injury, which could indicate that things aren't great there. Uh, but first, we're going to talk about the thing that everybody's been talking about. The Rainmaker, Kazuchika Okada, leaving New Japan Professional Wrestling. Where will he go, Larson? That's the question on everybody's mind. Of course, we're coming up to Royal Rumble slash WrestleMania season. Yeah. Uh, So is he going to go to WWE? He's got a relationship already with AEW. Will he go there? What's the latest? So uh, some absolutely huge news dropped last night. I was making dinner. I was like, all right, this, this pasta here is boiling. Uh, mm-hmm. My sauce is done. I'm going to check the, the, the Twitters and see if there's any yeah. news. And sure enough, wow. Very yeah. rarely do I check in wrestling news that my jaw drops. My jaw dropped in this instance. How, 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 how recent was the news? I remember seeing Triple H's tweet about Bray Wyatt. Like, I think it was 44 seconds after he dropped. Oh, it was I within looked, minutes. I was like, what? It was within yeah. minutes. Yeah. So, New Japan Pro Wrestling announced that Kazuchika Okada was leaving the promotion at the conclusion of his contract on January 31st of this year, 2024. New Japan's press release about Okada's departure, the Rainmaker, had a statement. Stated the following, quote, I have nothing but gratitude for having been a part of New Japan Pro Wrestling since 2007. Wow. And for New Japan bringing me from a 19-year-old kid off the plane in Mexico to the Rainmaker I am today, thank you to the best of the companies in New Japan Pro Wrestling, to the best of opponents that I've been able to face here, and to the best of the fans that have cheered and booed over the years. I promise to make it rain in every match I have left, so keep watching. So, of course, Okada was announced for a, a good amount of the New Beginning shows that are kicking off here soon, uh, and New Japan announced some changes to those shows since Okada's uh, heading out. 
Mm-hmm, yeah. So first, Okada's going to defend the never six-man openweight titles on January 24th. It will be his last match at Currican Hall. Uh, he'll be defending, I believe it's him and, oh, who's the other member? Is it Tanahashi? Tanahashi and Ishii. Ta- That's right. Tanahashi, Ishii, and Okada defending against TMDK, Mighty Don't Kneel. Um, and then Okada will fulfill his announced dates on February 11th, where he's going to be facing longtime rival Hiroshi Tanahashi. That uh, new beginning in Osaka show is pretty loaded. It's got that match. It's got Danielson and Sabre 2. Oh, wow. And, oh, it's the United Empire. It's, it's Osprey's last match in New Japan, too. Should we do, not a watch along, but do should a we do a problem. review on that show? We'll yeah, do a February recap 11th. on that one. That sounds cool. And then his last matches in New Japan will be on February 23rd and 24th. So, shortly after New Japan's announcement, Dave Meltzer tweeted, quote, Okada gave his notice on a Thursday night not renewing his contract. And Fightful Select subsequently added that New Japan sources indicated to them that Okada and New Japan management were set to meet, or at that point had met, to discuss the Rainmaker's future in the company. By the end of that meeting, quote, it was clear that Okada was set to finish up. So in today's most recent newsletter, Dave Meltzer said the following. Of course, the big question is where is Okada going? Both WB and AEW made pitches for him. One person close to Okada said nothing was has started yet, but it seems both are going to fight for him hard. It was believed that AEW has made the strongest first offer, but no contract has been signed at press time. As noted months ago, WB was of the belief they had a strong shot at getting him with the idea they could convince him he had done all he could do in Japan because of the economic differences in wrestling, because sports rights fees just aren't close to the same level in Japan. The American scene is far more lucrative. Dave continues, signing with AEW would allow Okada to return to New Japan for major shows. While it would be more difficult with WWE, with the new management of WWE, if such a thing were to stand the way of the deal, I'd be pretty sure WWE would allow him to do so as well. For those, From talking with those in AEW, they range from being very confident to feeling it still could go either way. In WWE, only a few people have a read on it, but it's not like Trinity Fatu or Jade Cargill where active creative was being worked on for, on their returns and plans. And they mentioned, although I've used Cargill, all the plans changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then uh, Justin Brasso, uh, right before we started here, has more, writing, quote, as of this moment, AEW is a favorite to land Okada. He has a pre-existing relationship with AEW owner Tony Khan, and his visit to Dynamite this past October 25th was, for all intents and purposes, an opportunity to see how the company operated at a live television taping, Okada has struck up a friendship with on-screen rival Brian Danielson, who has gained his trust, and he remains close with AEW EVPs Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson. He continues, there is also significant interest from WB, especially from Paul Triple H Levesque and Shawn Michaels. Sports Illustrated has confirmed, while it's difficult to procure information from Okada's camp, multiple sources close to New Japan revealed he has always wanted to perform at a WrestleMania. Levesque is aware of this, and he has the right opponents, specifically AJ Styles and Finn Balor, who have pre-existing relationships with Okada and would both be perfect for Okada's debut if he were to wrestle at WrestleMania 40. Hard to say. I mean, obviously you can say probably you think AEW has the edge because of the pre-existing relationship. You would think so. But a lot of good points being made on both sides. Um what it, I, you know, only only the rainmaker himself will know what this is going to boil down to. It's been fun seeing fans debate, you know, uh, where they would like him to go uh, on social media. I know uh, I'm probably pretty predictable 
with where I'd like to see him go. Idro. Um, Idro. <laughs> 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 Steve Drone. Um, so yeah, man. It, look, I, there's also all we can really say is this is going to be damn interesting. It is uh, to see how this plays out. It, it really will be. It really know? will be. It's 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 a bu- it's a massive bummer for New Japan to lose their mm-hmm. top star still in his prime. I don't know if there's any sort of precedent for this that New Japan's top guy. I know Naito's champion. Okada's been the top guy in New Japan for the, most of the last decade. The the new the the resurgence of New Japan opening up to a much broader audience here on this side of planet Earth. Uh, since then, you're right. Like there's been certain names bandied about as possibilities, like uh, like Naito. But certainly since Shinsuke Nakamura, mm-hmm. which was sort of a couple years before, they really started. Yeah. I didn't. I did not know who Shinsuke Nakamura was prior to him coming to NXT. You know, as soon as it was like, oh, wow, Nakamura's coming. I'm like, okay, cool. Who's this guy? Yeah, yeah. Um, And I saw how awesome he was. I had heard AJ Styles reference Okada on the Stone Cold podcast, but Mm -hmm. that was kind of the extent of it. But once 2017 hit with Wrestle Kingdom, it absolutely exploded. Yeah. And he's been the guy, the yes. John Cena, the Roman Reigns, the, Roman the Stone Reigns, Cold, yes. it's, the, it's the like, Hulk Hogan. It's like if Roman Reigns said, I'm not redoing my deal, I'm going somewhere else. That's what we're talking about here in terms of the magnitude of Okada's departure from New Japan. So it obviously leaves New Japan in a really tough spot. They mm-hmm. don't have anybody, probably, who could step up immediately and take that spot. I mean, Naito's champion he's super popular um but he's also 41 years old with bad knees mm-hmm. you know yeah. it, it's gonna take some work to build up somebody who's still relatively young i think okada's in his mid-30s mm-hmm. who can be the face of the company going forward you know i i'll be honest with you i don't know it, you know, like in terms of, I, I think, you know, in terms of being face of the company, that, that's clearly it's Naito. And I think there's been maybe some debate in the past about, you know, you can look at the reactions both men get and and try to figure out, okay, Naito might actually be more popular. He than might be Kazushko more Potter. popular, but I don't, I, he hasn't historically been booked as strong as Okada, as the guy. You're, you're right about that. But like in terms of metrics that actually, matter which I I honestly don't even know what they would be Mm -hmm. we often you know obviously we look at just for example the other day when you know ratings were released Mm -hmm. for uh, Dynamite and it's clear over the past couple weeks that Samoa Joe is champion that's a bright spot for one metric that you know can be looked at ratings television ratings who starts watching when somebody's on I don't know you know I mean obviously you can look at what is the draw to bring in fans in New Japan? They have got a stacked, loaded roster with people, and their youth movement is real. Are they, you know, a couple of years away from maybe figuring out who the next Okada really is going to be? You know, uh, uh, Suji or or whomever. Um, I, you know, yeah, probably. Yeah. And there doesn't seem, you know, that that interesting sort of middle ground, the Jay White, the the the, the Will Osprey, they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, like a chunk of that middle, they thought maybe it could have been Sonata. It doesn't look like it's going to be Sonata no. as that guy. And to think, New Japan within the last twelve to fourteen months is going to lose Jay White, mm-hmm. Will Osprey, and Okada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. That is a lot of high-level talent. And not it to say is. there's not other high-level talent in New Japan. There's a lot of really good wrestlers there. Amazing wrestlers. Some of the best in the world. A lot of them are super young, though. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, starting, and just starting out. As, as For the most part, New Japan, when they have a young line return from, from uh, excursion, they mm-hmm. typically really take their time building them up. Yeah. It's very rarely we have someone like Okada who returns from Impact and is instantly kind of more or less put in the main event. Same with Jay White. It doesn't mm-hmm. happen yeah. all that often. Yeah. But it, yeah. you, you got to think now, okay, are they going to start accelerating that process with someone like Suji, mm-hmm. uh, someone like Shota, mm-hmm. um, to start build them up to be main eventers so then in two or three years' time, they could be headlined in Tokyo Dome. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. It seems like they kind of tried with evil and realized fairly quickly that wasn't going to work. No. They tried with uh, Sonata. And the, I I kind of feel like the jury might still be out on Sonata. Some yeah, of that stuff so. they did at the end of Wrestle Kingdom was really interesting. Yeah, it, was. it really was. And it wouldn't shock me to see the crowd invest into him heavily to make him that next Okada guy. Mm-hmm. He'd have to find a different gear yeah. because I don't think the gear that he was on was working. But... A lot of the stuff that I've seen just at Wrestle Kingdom alone, I was like, maybe he can if he finds that other There's gear, problems. it's going to be to the moon. I think There's that's a possibility, I, but they got to they got to find it. Here's the thing with Sonata is that it's there and it in glimpses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, you see it like this match against Naito. Apart from that little section where where there was you know a, a spot that was missed, they mm-hmm. recu- they re- they got back to to what they were planning on doing really well. Yeah, that match was really really good. Sonata can put on really really good matches. And he yeah. has forged a, a relationship with the crowd in the past. Now, can he get that back? Yeah, right. Which seemingly yeah. is going to be his story going forward if, if Russell Kingdom's any indication. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean. There... Do you think it's a possibility? Do you think it's a thing? And this might end up being par for the course for most wrestling, for more, most large wrestling companies. Honestly, we're talking about three. We're talking about AWWE and yeah. Japan. Where it's the strength of the conglomerated roster that is the draw and business is good with that as opposed to it's like, look, obviously, Roman Reigns is a big deal. Yeah. But 
it's a strong roster that they got over there. It's a strong roster, it is. and Roman can be gone for a long time, yeah. and you still have Cody, Drew, Seth, Punk, the you know Seth. Rhea, the, yes. Bianca. Yeah. yeah, the women's division is loaded. Yeah, they've got the brand is really strong. Yes, um, and uh, and I wonder if they're going to have to rely on or even choose to rely on. You know, given that finding in Okada. Might not be the easiest thing in the no, world to I mean, do. Okada's a generational talent, you know. He really is. Yeah, he really is. Um, so, I, I, and to an extent, I think it would be probably not the best idea for New Japan to actively say we need to find the next Okada. Just yeah. find people, wrestlers who are really good storytellers, yeah, who have a connection with the crowd, and see where that goes. Because if it's you're like be interesting, yeah, you need another rainmaker. Then there's not a whole lot of rainmakers in the world. There's not a whole lot of Okadas in the world. Yeah, yeah, they, but they 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 have some terrific wrestlers that they I do. think have an opportunity, especially Yota Suji. Yeah, that dude's face alone. I think you could put that on Suji anything. Suji and Shota probably have a, a leg up on, on the on on maybe getting first crack at start moving up the card from as far as guys who've returned relatively recently from excursion. Because I think you know as long as as long as New Japan. You know, they, they, they just got to keep the and, you know, Gabe Kidd has had some really outstanding mm-hmm. sort of, you know, character moments. I don't know about, you know, Finley, but um, but, you know, I'm just looking at the Bullet Club, you know, the 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 foreigner aspect of things. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'd like to think that they're that they're pretty strong, though. They've got they got a pretty loaded roster. They do. Uh, yeah, they've lost a lot. I, I wonder if Osprey could have been like their dude. Yeah. You know, going forward, but you know, you, the the thing is, he had been in New Japan for a long time, and when you're in a place for five years or more, you know, with the other opportunities out there, that that that's enticing. Now, when it comes to to Kazuchika Okada, you got to figure that another thing that AEW has going for it, as you've noted in the past, is the idea that he can be probably home in Japan more often than he could be with WWE, which would help, especially given that his wife apparently was trending more than he was because when this news broke, the, uh, her fans in Japan, because apparently she's a popular something. She's like a super famous person in Japan and her fans started getting worried that she would be leaving Japan because Mm -hmm. of Rainmaker. Um, and so that might be even first from a business standpoint, more advantageous for him, uh, to do that. But again, you know, younger, and I'll say younger because he's in his mid-30s, 10 years younger than we are. Yeah. Younger career people understand that if you want to maximize your earnings, sometimes you have to make compromises, and that's jet-setting all over the place, yeah. you know, on a regular basis. And it's not like he's going to settle down in a condo in Orlando. He's the rainmaker. He's going to get paid whoever he goes to. He's yeah. going to get paid a shit ton of money. Yep. And that's just how the that's how a certain career person lives their life. You know, they, they they're out there. They, they they tour. They they go out places. They do stuff. Um. So yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what he chooses. I'd love to see him at WrestleMania, man. I'll be honest with you. So if I'll he's uh, booked uh, through the end of February, more or less. So the twenty fourth mm-hmm. is the same day as Elimination Chamber. That's his last mm-hmm. date in yeah. New Japan. So yeah, he's not going to be there. Um, some sort of, uh, uh, you know, do they, if, if, if WB is the destination, then maybe something along the lines of what they did with Seth and Cody when Cody came, mm-hmm. you know, set up with a, a mystery challenger for whether it's AJ or Finn or Shinsuke. Nakamura, yeah. um, 
and have it be Okada. Or if it's Okada, he can make his debut at Revolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, His yeah, official yeah. AEW, hey, I, I'm signed here now, debut mm-hmm. at Revolution. Apparently Osprey is going to be uh, uh, you know, 100% into AEW by then as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it seems like Revolution has potential to be a pretty loaded card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, absolutely. And then you absolutely. throw Okada into the mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes you wonder, though, at, at what point is <laughs> is New Japan going to be like, all right, we have this partnership with AEW, and they send some talent to us, which is cool, and we have this joint show, which is cool, but they keep signing all our top guys. <laughs> like, at a certain point, they'd be like, hey. I mean, dude, no, I, I don't think any what, – like, what, 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 what can you do? You know, like – well, it, okay, so – you know, this, this harkens back to if they had the same relationship with WWE, same thing would happen. Oh, absolutely. You know you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it's just at a certain point, dude, at a certain point, Yoda Suji in 10 years is probably going to go to AEW or WWE. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah you build, Okada's been there forever. He's been there for a very long yeah, time. What, He's going to go somewhere. Yeah. And wouldn't you rather have a relationship with the company where it's friendly and... New Japan would probably rather have AEW uh, their guys go to AEW when they're you know when they want to leave. Yeah, yeah cause because their doors open for ha- they for can them to use come them back. totally. They I can get still that. use them. I get that. you know. Um, yeah, I don't know what you do in that. That's just the market. That's yeah. just the free market. You know, people people are free to go where they want when they're not on a contract. You got to make sure that you have the best. You know, you've got the best. Now, if they want to be more like WWE, and limit their people working with AEW, you know, like the forbidden door to try to keep them to so that they don't establish relationships on their dollar yeah. that will later enable them and entice them, I should yeah. say, yeah. to leave to those other greener pastures. That's something to consider. I mean, mm-hmm. but at that point, they just got to close they got to they got to close the doors completely. Yeah. They got to build up walls, right? Yeah. yeah. Because even if they're like, "Hey, uh you sent us Jack Perry, and we've given you all of our main eventers. Um, we're going to go work with WWE because at least then we're on Peacock, and yeah. we get to have some it's, WrestleMania moments. Yeah, yeah. It is a larger platform for the company than AEW, yeah. Without yeah, doubt. yeah. Maybe we can get a Seth Rollins at, at Tokyo Dome Yeah, as opposed to, oh, they had Brian Danielson at Tokyo Dome. That was pretty John awesome. John Moxley, too. And they had Mox, too, there, yeah. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, I don't know. If, if I'm New Japan... You just got to be, I guess, <laughs> grateful that you had what you had while you had it, I right? Guess like, so. what can you do about Jay White leaving? What can you do about Osprey leaving? No, I mean, like the the the, the financial situation here in the states when it comes to pro wrestling, it's 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 wrestlers are going to get paid a crap ton of money this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like astronomical downside guarantees. Mm-hmm. Um, and and which is great for wrestling, great for wrestlers. I'm not going to ever quibble yeah. with wrestlers getting paid. They put their bodies yeah. on the line for us. They should get paid as much as they possibly can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially considering the percentage of money going to res- re- wrestler salaries versus what uh, WB makes is is so small compared to other major sports. Oh yeah, anything that gives wrestlers leverage in terms of making more money, I'm all for it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Oh, a thousand percent, absolutely. Um, and it's it, the situation here in the U.S. with you know, as Melser mentions, with media rights fees being huge, mm-hmm. um, is this going to lead to wrestlers making more money? 
but it's going to have an effect on places like New Japan where the rights fees aren't as large. They can't pay the wrestlers, I would think, quite the same sums that WWE and maybe AEW could. That would seem to be the case, yeah. And so we're going to be in situations like this where yeah. top stars in, in, in New Japan who have basically done just about everything they, they can do over there. It's like, all right, this is I imagine for Okada. This is a situation where it's like, okay, this is my opportunity to to solidify my my family's financial position for life mm-hmm, yeah. with this contract. I'm sure he makes a lot of he made a lot of money in New Japan, but you know, if he could double that going elsewhere and, and really set up his family for the remainder of their lives, you can't you can't you can't fault the guy for making that decision. I mean, I wonder if it goes beyond that because he knows he's going to make money regardless. Yeah, but I I, I wonder if. <laughs> I'm trying to temper my enthusiasm for this idea, but Rainmaker going to WWE, the global platform that WWE has, yeah. is larger than AEW. Absolutely, is that enticing not just to him, but when he talks to his family about this? I don't know his wife. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Is she an actress? She might I mean, that's a good point. Like, if if it's a situation where it's not only a larger platform for him, but also his wife potentially. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, Suzuko Mamori. So she's an actress and singer. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It might open up doors for for her as well, career wise. So, yeah. Understanding completely that she's like an icon in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But but a couple of 40, mid 40 year old guys don't know who she is. She probably has like billions of followers. Oh, I know, massive star, <laughs> massive star. <laughs> I have to look her up on fuck. A massive Wikipedia. star that like that like uh, outpaces Okada's popularity like several like fold. tenfold. I know, I know. We're like, where, where, where's pro wrestler's wife gonna want to go? <laughs> oh god. So yeah, I mean, well, again, this one, these last two years. In terms of wrestling news, but absolutely nuts. I imagine 2024 oh, yeah. with all the people's contracts running out, and we're going to see a lot of talent changing companies. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be crazy. Crazy, mm-hmm. I tell you. Yeah. All right, Let's, so it looks like she's got... All right. I don't. Yeah, I'm not even going to start fumbling around. Freaking. Let's see what's on YouTube. Because it looks like she has 125,000 followers on Instagram, but who knows? It might be like a fan account. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, anyways, man, let's talk Seth funny. Rollins. So, uh, you know, we still don't know much about this apparent leg injury he suffered on Raw during his main event match against Jinder Mahal this past Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, PW Insider reports, though, that Rollins is no longer advertised for this weekend's WB Live events. And in the newsletter, Meltzer notes that Rollins has seemingly been pulled from next Monday's Raw as well. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, I mean, I don't think him getting pulled from dates is necessarily an indication that he's dealing with severe injury just there's something that requires him to not wrestle for a little bit there's there's something there there's an injury it's yeah it's not that there's nothing there yeah Um, that's a bummer so you know the hope is nothing significant i don't think he was probably planned for anything at the rumble they weren't necessarily setting up actively Mm -mm. a match for him at rumble so hopefully situation a couple weeks off uh rest rehab and he'll be, you know, back on the road healthy. It's the most important thing. Um, yeah. In short order, and it's not anything severe. I mean, I guess yeah. if there's something severe, 
and he was going to be on Raw potentially to vacate title, they might still advertise him for it. But well, also, you would think, dude, if it was severe, yeah, they would probably that would get out. You that would so? that would that would probably get out, or WWE would have like. They would say some. They said something almost immediate when Charlotte was going to be out for nine months. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know she wasn't champion, and this is a different situation possibly, but I get the feeling that it's 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 probably like maybe more of a wait-and-see thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it could be know, a situation like the injury you suffered uh, a few years back, leading up to Media 33, where it was, it was kind of a gray area whether surgery was going to be required or if you could just rehab it and rest it and still be good for Mania, which ended yeah. up being the case. Yeah. Um, yeah. Until there's more info, we it's, it's hard to speculate on 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 what uh, le- level of involvement he's going to have going forward. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot I mean, this, you know, they didn't advertise. They didn't announce that he's in a match this Monday, mm-hmm. you know, which there's, that's yeah. a, there's a big difference there, you know, being yeah. pulled from dates and, and that. Uh, she does have 1.1 million followers on Twitter. Mm. So that is that is pretty significant. There. That's a pretty huge number. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty big number. <laughs> how many like fo- how many followers does Okada have on Twitter? Oh, man. Let's see. What does Rainmaker have? Uh, Okada. Rainmaker Okada. Hey, he's no slouch. He's got 351,000. Yeah, about 352,000. There you good. go. It's a little bit more down to earth. But uh but yeah. Oh man. Uh so anyways, uh before we keep going with the show, want to point this out really quick. Uh we've got this thing here going in raw. It's a great way to help support the show. It's called the Friendo Club Setup. It's our little member like uh, back in the day, like in the comic books or whatever, you'd have like Membership clubs or fan yeah, clubs, yeah, yeah, fan clubs. You know, yeah. you get like a little Dakota ring or some shit or like that, badge. or a badge. Yeah, exactly. You got a badge. Were you a member? Were you a member? Were you part of membership club? I know when you were a teenager, you was a Pearl Jam fan. Yeah, club. I, was, I was a member of the Pearl Jam fan club. You get you get your Christmas seven inch single every year. That's pretty. That's that's kind of awesome. And then yeah. you'd get a. I think at times when they weren't doing the Ticketmaster thing, you'd get like first dibs at getting tickets. So oh, yeah. That was the way. Same thing nice. with the Radioheads that, that you get. Like you have to stay up all night for for when they'd send the link out and you can go buy advanced tickets for their shows. All right. Before Sleep they went deprivation. To That's how Tom York does it. Anyways, we've got our own Friendo Club setup over here. We've heard in the past Roman Reigns in an interview talk about the Tribal Chief setup, but that's only for one guy. It's for Roman Reigns, and he clarified it's definitely not for Seth Rollins. 
but good news, Seth, while you're at home nursing your leg, you can hop on patreon.com slash Stephen Larson or right here at youtube.com slash Stephen Larson. If you click join on the YouTube or if you sign up for $5 or more uh, for the over at the Patreon, you get access to the Friendo Club setup. We've got a whole library of bonus episodes that you can check out right now, plus weekly bonus episodes that we drop every single Friday. Today, later on, we're going to do FriendoCast episode three, where we don't talk about wrestling at all. No, um, no, no wrestling talk, none. No wrestling talk. It's just Steven Larson shooting the shit, a couple of old dudes uh, talking talking shit. Um, and uh, you get access to bonus episodes, get access to the question threads, which we're going to read here in a little bit from the friendos. Uh, and then you also get... Uh, access to the Big Blue Predictions Champion uh, Challenge, rather, which we got coming up at the Royal Rumble. Uh, it's our Big Rumble Predictions Challenge, and you could be the next Big Blue Predictions Champion uh, if you uh, if you sign up right now. Click join or go to patreon.com slash Stephen Larson. Uh, also, we're trying to hit a subscriber number we on are. the YouTube. We're trying to hit 199,991 subs. It's a palindrome. They're fun. And, uh, and we need your help to do it. We need fun. you guys to yeah. hit that subscribe button. So right now and we're 649 away. 649. All right. Did we did we lose some? No, because we were like at 656 yesterday, oh, so we've gained Oh, wow. Oh, look at that. Okay. On the road. Let's try to hit it by, like, the rumble, man. I'm going to be pushing that till the rumble. Yeah, or maybe even till WrestleMania. Maybe that's more realistic. Maybe WrestleMania is more realistic. Yeah, I think, I think, I think Mania is doable big celebratory WrestleMania for us. Finish our story finally, Larson. Wouldn't that be great? Yes, finish our story. Yeah. Also hit that like button. It uh, makes us feel good. And uh, yeah, there you go. There's all the stuff. Also go to friendoshop.com. We got merch there. We got some new merch coming up. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for a new merch package to come in. It's supposed to be here today. Mm. Um, I got one of the shirts, but uh, they, they came separately. I got like a new hoodie and like a couple new hats. Oh. So, yeah, we're going to drop those at the Rumble, too, with the new promo code. But in the meantime, Friendo2024 is still promo code that works over at friendoshop.com. Go check out our wares. Yes, please. Uh, we got one more news story here before we get to Friendo questions about Kenny Omega. Oh, yeah. The, of course, the, the he cleaner, was uh, the cleanser. He had to uh, step away from wrestling, dealing with diverticulitis. Yeah, it was a... And in the newsletter, Belser has an update on Kenny's condition, saying, quote, due to the inflammation being so bad, you couldn't have surgery at the time. And as of last week, he still hadn't had it. The decision will be made in about seven weeks based on his healing, on whether he'll need surgery or not. But if he does, that would put him out of action significantly longer. There is no timetable on when he will return at this point. You know, man, just just, just take as much time as exactly. you need cleaner. Just exactly. need to take as much time. You've given your body to us fans in pro wrestling for our entertainment and uh, man, he seems like a like a pretty decent dude as well. So uh, you know, uh, uh, as much time as the cleaner needs, I'm cool with man. Exactly. I'm trying to see how long Brock was out when he had diverticulitis. Diverticulitis during his uh, UFC. Didn't he fight a whole ass UFC match with diverticulitis? I think so. Jesus Christ, that's Maybe. nuts. That's crazy. Anyways, while you look up that, I'm going to look up well, some questions here. He was sidelined here, according to Wikipedia, with diverticulitis in 2009, then came back in 2010. Didn't Shane McMahon have it? Yeah, he was on vacation, apparently. and had to be, like, airlifted out. 
What a shitty vacation that must have been. Yeah, I know. Man, I wonder if it was shittier that or blowing out both his quads at WrestleMania. Doing a leapfrog. Yeah, God, that looked like it hurt so bad. He tried to get. It's always when they try to get up and they collapse, and it's like, oh God, no, I can't do that. So apparently, like so Brock had surgery in November of two thousand nine, and came back July of twenty ten. Oh wow! Okay, that was pretty soon. So what's that? Uh, eight months. Seven months. Eight months. Eight months. Seven eight months. All things considered, that's seems pretty you know. quick. That dude's a monster, though. My goodness gracious. He's crazy. Yep. Um, anyways, let's go ahead and answer some questions. Let's dude. do it. Uh, where are my... Oh, here we go. i got a bunch here on the YouTube. Uh, Eastside Review says, Assuming Okada goes to AEW, what do you do with him to prevent him getting lost in the shuffle? Also, what does this mean for New Japan losing in a year? Okada, Osprey, Jay White, and Kota Ibushi. We sort of talked about that last part there. Yeah. Uh, man... That's my that's that's a that's my main concern mm-hmm. about him going to AEW. I'm not worried at all about him going to WWE. I think that they would. You know, I saw I saw a post today. Somebody pointed out Akira Tozawa. Like Akira Tozawa, one of the best professional wrestlers in Dragon Gate, and look what they got him doing now. You know, it was the nasty with Alpha Academy. Yeah, I get that. I understand. Yeah, but you can't tell me that Shinsuke Nakamura was not being built up to be a world beater by Triple H. Yeah, you can't tell me that. You look at his run in NXT. He was gonna. He was. He was trying to build him up to be the guy to beat Brock. Mm-hmm. That's what he was trying to do, and mm-hmm. I think he damn well would have done it if it wasn't for Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. And I have no doubt that Triple H would take one look at Kazushka Okada and amp his presentation even further up. Multiple dinosaurs in the entrance. Yeah. Yeah. More huge swords. Yep. You know, like probably like his coat is like one of those computer renders. Oh, I know. <laughs> like, it's going to be like you, you think Okada's pushing fabric technology in New Japan. Right. Yeah, exactly. That 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 glow material they got in 2K. Hey, by the way, 2K23, bringing back. Uh, oh, we talked about that yesterday. 24, yeah. 24, yeah. Yeah, well, that's going to be fun. Um, anyways, getting back to Okada. AW, they can't. I, I just get the feeling that they'll be like. Oh, what worked in New Japan will work here. Just put the robe back on him. He'll be wrestling in front of 1,500 people. (laughs) I don't know. It breaks my heart to think that. But I kind of feel like they're not good at big production. They're they're really good at the hangman types or at the swerve types or at the Samoa Joe types. Grounded characters, you know, earthy characters. Yeah. Who, like, you don't need. Nobody looks larger than life there in my I opinion know, I know. I mean, house of black maybe right but, but I mean, all they do is wrestle trios for the most part i know um, there are trios yeah uh no you're right and another thing aw amongst issues they have is is making stories feel oh what's the best way to put this making the stories feel kind of large impactful mm-hmm. Like you said before, that everything just kind of feels like a mid-card feud on AEW. It doesn't feel mm-hmm. like like the bloodline, especially when Sammy was involved, that story was high drama. Mm-hmm. It felt yeah. like you were watching like prestige television. It felt like it was transcending pro wrestling yeah. based on the story and the, they were telling it how they were telling it. Mm-hmm. Everything on AEW just kind of feels like, all right, this is pro wrestling story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the, maybe the exception of the Hangman Kenny stuff, but that was played so subtly, a lot of it that it still felt very pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and if that's what they want to do, then you know, hey, 
that's their that's their their philosophy and so be it but if they really want to i feel like reach out and try to capture new fans they got to find a way to tell stories that feel larger than pro wrestling while still doing what they do really well which is tell stories in the pro wrestling ring and maybe yeah. they can't they haven't found a way to do that yet I don't unless, know. Unless they grunge up their presentation, they're yeah. just going to be sort of stuck where they, where they are because it just doesn't, it's not a cool looking show. Mm-mm. WWE is a very slick corporate looking show, but they also present characters who just seem so much bigger. Their, their aura, their presence. Every, people always say that. Like, oh my God, look at Jade. Immediately when she comes over there, she looks like a star, like a bigger star. Yeah. And, and, and that, that's across the board. I remember when back in 99, when Jericho showed up, which was at the height of them sort of being grungy, yeah. still somehow, some way, they filmed him like a major deal, yeah. you know. And some of it was killer theme song, interrupted the rock, that was the countdown, and uh, and his attire. He wore that cool, like you know, glittery shirt. Yeah, um, they they spotlighted him. And if you remember when Okada, they had to like, hey, we we need somebody because a bunch of people are injured before the first Forbidden Door. Let's bring him out. He was wearing a t-shirt and sweatpants. Yeah, and he probably just got off the the plane or whatever. Yeah, and uh, and they had to usher him through. Yeah, but like WWE, they wouldn't play around with that shit. They wouldn't do that. He'd be wearing a suit all the time. Yeah, and you know he'd come off like the biggest fucking deal. And people would be like, even even people have like, oh, who's this guy? Their video packages. They'd send some fucking IMAX cameras out to Japan, you know? They'd probably film his wife too and 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 make it look like, "Oh my god, we're getting the king of Japan being here in 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 fucking WWE now." You know, AEW trot him out there with a mustard stain on his shirt. Yeah. In AEW? Yeah. Yeah. You have some good matches. Yeah, some phenomenal <laughs> matches. Some of the matchups. But we already have that in AEW, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, uh, Alex Foster here says, who should take over chaos with Okada gone or should it just end? Um, Oka- uh, chaos has been around for a very long time. When it was formed by uh, Nakamura. I mean, the answer, of course, is Yano. Have Yano take up the lead of chaos. If he turns chaos into like a good guy house of torture. <laughs> that'd be something else. <laughs> Imagine Ishii in there trying to do some uh, uh, good guy comedy spots, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I know, because like, got... especially with Chaos, it seems like such a loosely affiliated faction at this juncture. You like Bullet Man, Club? They're barely a faction. Bullet yeah. Club. They all do stuff together. Lij to a degree as well. Nobody wears Chaos logos. Undis- or, uh, United Empire, that. same thing. They wear they wear United Empire type gear. Yeah. They're all together. No one really chaos, wears chaos shirts. No, chaos really just sort of feels like it's everybody else. Yeah. You know? uh, John and Alistair voice John. With, the, with the new season of the boys coming out. Oh, that's exciting. He says, which singles and tag team wrestlers would you like to see make a cameo in the boys? The acclaimed. Yeah, that's good. I don't know why. I just think they'd fit. Um, it would be interesting to see Brock. That show is so like cartoonishly violent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to have Brock on there like smashing somebody's head or something like that would be interesting. Oh yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah, or Braun yeah, yeah, Strowman. Yeah, yeah. You know, give Brock like six arms. Yeah, 
Yeah. I could say that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd yeah. be cool. Yeah, Braun Strowman would be good too. Although I say ever since ever since Braun got rocked by Brock in that match, I just Oh, can't you take can't him take him seriously. seriously. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he almost got knocked really. out mid match. <laughs> Stumbling around a little bit. Uh, Patrick Kennedy says, what are each of your top five Okada Dream matches now that he is out of New Japan? Steve, since you're the E-drone here, you can do five WB matches and I'll do five AEW matches. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will go, uh, oh, easily number one is Okada Gunther. And that's actually a good case study right there to look at in terms of like how they would treat him. Yeah. It'd be Gunther plus, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's what it would be. Um, Gunther's number one on my list. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Gunther, of course, then Ilya as well, because that'd be killer. I'd be oh my god, that'd be so good. Yeah, that'd be killer. Um, obviously, Seth, you know, a, a healed up Seth. I want to see what Seth can do, man. I want to see that guy go. Yeah, um, that'd be good. What about Orton? Uh, Roman? yeah, sure. Yeah, all these claims that Orton's like one of the best wrestlers. Sure, we'll do that, see what they could do. Uh, and then, uh, man, and then, and then, of course, he gets smashed by the tribal chief. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look, man, Okada might be the king of Japan, but Roman Reigns is the king of planet Earth. So he's going to stack anybody. <laughs> wow. Wow. He's going to smash him. So I'm looking here at the AEW roster, and uh, one of the issues is that Okada's wrestled a lot of people already on the AEW roster because most of them were in New Japan. That's another thing. I know. I know. He's done everybody. He's kind of done everything there is to do in AEW. I mean, he like him against Swerve would be really good. Him against Joe is fine. Against Joe would be great. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, gosh, who else? I mean, like, I'd love to see Okada versus Roosh. That would be fantastic. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. That'd be really good. Uh, but you got to build a story. Like, what do they even do? Is Roosh injured right now? No, I don't think so. What is he, what is he doing right now? I don't right know now? what he's doing. Has he been on TV? It was a Rampage thing? Is oh, he is. That he they... did. He hurt his hamstring during the Continental Classic. Maybe he's recuperating ah, from that. Okay, okay. There like, go. MJF versus Okada would be really good. Malachi versus Okada would be great. Yeah, dude. I have. I kind of have no desire to listen to MJF. Of course, Jeff like, Jarrett versus Okada. Who doesn't want to see that? That's number one on the list. But I have no desire to see MJF be condescending to Okada and then probably beat him. <laughs> Bro, I have no desire to see that. I have none. No desire to see that. Uh, Claudio versus Okada would be good. It would be good on Rampage. It's good. In front of <laughs> 600 people, man. In front of six. Hey, why not send Okada to Ring of Honor while we're at it? Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, my toxicity's coming out right now. It's leaking all over the place. It it's is. Friday. It's, you, it's, it's Friday. E drone. <laughs> the tribalism out of our conversation. Can we please? Tell me thank I'm you. fucking wrong, though. I'm sorry. Tell me I'm wrong. I waited till 43 minutes in the show. I'll say this. Bro, I'll say he'll this. be another guy there. He'll be another know, guy the there, concern. Larson. That's a concern because it's happened in the past with AEW. We don't want it. We don't want that for Okada. Look and they I'll, do. I'll say that there is. The more intriguing dream matchups that would be because he hasn't faced any of them. I know. So, anyway, like, dude, they had so many matches between Jay White and Okada, and they were beautiful and they're brilliant. Now they're gonna wrestle in front of six hundred people on a rampage, 
and it's not going to feel like anything special. It'll be a few more than six hundred, but I get It'll your. Be point. a mustard stain match, man. Everybody at AWS mustard stains. <laughs> I want them to do good. They have the talent to do good, but the it's like fucking. Great. I know, man. They do. They do. They do. Make shit mean something, man. Exactly. You see, you see the fruits of the labor, Joe. Joe comes off like he ma- like he means something, you know? I know. He does. There's an intensity and urgency to Joe's work. Yeah, there is. That I love. Joe's great. Uh, Carson Thrasher says, what is one of the most abysmal matches you've witnessed live? Can I say a uh, vast majority of WrestleMania 2000? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there was a couple dude, good matches, but most of the card was not good. I don't know why we ever had the thought. Or why one of us didn't put a stop to this one. We went to that Christmas taping of Monday Night Raw. Oh, that was long. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the second one they taped wasn't too bad because they only taped the matches and all the backstage stuff. They did, you know, either earlier in the day or whatever. And so it was an abridged edition of Raw. It wasn't like three hours plus three hours more. I think it was the three-hour Raw plus another hour and a half of matches. I I feel like we were going for... uh, you know, it's like, hey, let's pay this money to get to go to a Raw show, but we want the most. Like, we want to yeah, be there the longest amount of time. <laughs> yeah, we want quantity, it not was, quality. It was basically a two-for-one deal, man. It was. I think the Chris, the thirty, the Miracle on 34th Street fight was decent that year. Yeah, it was fun. Those are usually pretty good. Because Elias, it was Elias against... Uh, Braun, right? Wasn't Elias Braun maybe, or something like that? Maybe. It definitely Elias was in it. I remember that made the thumbnail. Or Elias Cesaro? I don't think it was Cesaro. I don't know what it was. I don't remember who, who he was fighting. What year was that? It was 2018. 2018. Right? Yeah. Uh, Nikhil here says so Nick Nemeth's new finisher name for the zigzag is called the Danger Zone. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Lean into it. Lean into exactly. the 80s. Exactly. Speaking of which, which wrestlers would you have their finisher name changed to these following Kenny Loggins songs? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Good. Uh, so I'm free. I don't, I'm not familiar with that one, but I do know Footloose. Oh, I love Footloose. Yeah. Have you ever seen, uh, so I think somebody posted on Twitter. It was like the full dance sequence from Footloose where he's in the warehouse. Yeah. And just how absurd it is. Yeah. Like, I can't tell if he's a good dancer cause he's running like a lot. He is. And I he's know. doing a lot of very, like, I don't know what that style of dance is called. Eighties. <laughs> <laughs> Apropos, um, yeah, because it's like it's like flash dance almost. It's like yeah, you know, yeah, 80s yeah. stripper dancing yeah. that he's doing, but he's doing it in a warehouse while he's doing sprints. So I'd say this: it'd be awesome if someone did an ankle lock and they mm-hmm. called it Footloose. There you go. Boom, Get it? Done. So Chad That's Gable, his one. ankle lock is now Footloose. That's the one. That's the one right there. What's some other good uh, '80s songs that could be finishing moves names? Oh, dude, I think a lot of them. Welcome to the Jungle. It's good. Paradise City. Um, man, uh, what is... Ooh, what oh, about man. Bad Medicine? Yeah, oh, that's oh, that's good. Um, what about uh, uh, Head Over Heels? That's Tell good. me, that's not a fucking powerbomb. That's good, you know? yeah. That's good, or a submission. In Mad World? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I was thinking of now, I'm just on... Shout. Tears for tears. <laughs> shout, yeah, shout, yeah. Oh, by the way, I found out who the Miracle on 34th Street fight was against. Huh. Boom, 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 Really? Boom, boom. Yeah, it was Bobby Lashley. Wow. Yeah, I don't remember that. Completely forgot they feuded. 
Lashley. Uh, let's see here. We've already talked about that. Um, oh, here we go. Dave Matushek says, with CMLL getting their first ever five-star rating from Meltzer today. Really? Yeah. That's surprising. I heard about that. Uh, what other promotion that is not yours <laughs> should also get said rating in their first try? So no ACW, no We Book Raw. Although I'll be honest with you, W. Steve W. and, and Fun Wrestling, they had some five star classics. They did, they did. That Butch I Bacon mean, interdimension versus... tension. Honestly, interdimension tension would have broken the star rating. Well, I think also that first Butch Bacon uh, top notch super best match, where yeah, Butch Bacon was, was kicking out of everything. Yeah, yeah, that's five stars for sure. Um, what other? Like, I'm sure Impact. I think Joe and Daniels and AJ got five stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sure if like if Vikingo match in AAA has gotten five I stars, I would think so. Or if not Vikingo, then some at some point in AAA's history. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Has DDT Pro ever had a five star match? Oh, maybe if he rated a uh, uh, Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega, their match in 2012. I'd be shocked if I didn't get five stars if. Dave gave it a star rating. Uh, did ECW proper ever get any five star? You know, Dave wasn't ever terribly huge on ECW stuff. No, like I was, no. I think for one of our things, I did a Jerry Lynn RVD match, which you'd think would be just about it's like three, three and a quarter or some shit. Yeah, it was three and a quarter, three and three quarter, <laughs> I think. <laughs> he didn't even give it four stars. Nope. Oh, that's funny. Uh, let's see here. Um, TRG says, "Well, this is sort of an interesting take." He says, do you see the wrestling business ever getting to the heights of the Attitude Era? I got some news for you, TRG. They done been past the business of the Attitude Era by quite a multiplier because right now it's Financially speaking, yes. Yeah. yeah. Financially speaking. I don't even know. I, I'm, Dude, I have no idea how you would even calculate. So, yeah, the Attitude Era, everybody know, knew who Stone Cold was. Uh, does anybody know Roman Reigns is now? No, not really. That being said, I'll say this over and over again. Media and popular culture is consumed in a completely different way. There is no singular zeitgeist anymore. That doesn't, the one culture does not exist anymore mm -hmm. with very rare exception, mm -hmm. incredibly rare exception. Like, Something happens during the Super Bowl, and probably people will be around a water cooler talking about that. Yep. Um, uh, Marvel's uh, 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 Infinity War. P that's sort of part of what would have been the one culture back in the day, the zeitgeist back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Beyond that, man, that shit does not exist. Everything is niche, and you can make a you can make billions on a niche these days. Yeah. Um, so that being said. I don't know how you would measure WWE's reach now globally versus their reach in 98 globally. I honestly don't know what is a bigger reach, and I don't think it's 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 that that cut and dry. I really don't. No, but I mean, there's a way because, you know, obviously with YouTube and social media being a thing now that wasn't in 98, obviously everybody on their phone has access to not just WD, but just about any entertainment they want. Yeah. And in that sense, the potential of a, a vastly larger reach is definitely there. And I'm sure there's some metrics that exist somewhere in, 
in WWE's financial filings that they you know will tout number of impressions worldwide, so on and so forth. So in that measure, I mean the the fact that basically brand new technology or technology exists now that didn't exist in '98, which offers the opportunity to grow your product. I mean, you could easily make the argument that more people are aware potentially of WB worldwide now than ever in its history. I would, I would think that case could be made. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I just don't think it's as easy as, well, everybody knows who he is and he's on the cover of TV guide versus, Oh yeah. Yeah. Whatever it is I today. Think, I think the metrics know? these days are probably far more nuanced and, mm-hmm. and, and, and whatnot, as opposed to look, he's on magazine covers. <laughs> you know, because you're yeah, right. The, right. The, the, this entertainment in, is ingested in a vastly different way today than it was 25 years ago. Dude, uh, I looked I'm, into I'm it. Telling you, ECW had one five star match. Guess who? Hold it was. on. I'm gonna guess that it was. Uh, oh, was it like a? Was Benoit in the match? Nope. Guerrero. Was an ECW original in the match? Not uh, as as I think you would define ECW original. No. Was it post ninety eight? No. Fuck, I don't know who is it. Juventud Guerrera versus Rey Mysterio Jr. I was gonna ask if Mysterio was in it. Okay, huh? That's crazy. And then the the next highest is four and three quarters, and that's Mysterio versus Psychosis. Wow. Dick Togo has a four and a half star match in, in ECW. Wow. I think we're seeing this one. This one is pretty good. Interesting. Oh, yeah. I remember this match. Interesting. Hmm. So apparently it was the the RVD Jerry Lynn match, match I mentioned is four and a quarter, not three and okay. three quarter. But it wasn't okay. five stars. I remember reading it. It's like, this seems low. <laughs> three and three, three and three quarters. Three and three quarters seems it's funny. Insultingly anyways. low, I know. <laughs> it's it, it's much funnier if that was the case. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, RVD and Jerry Lynn, three and three quarters stars. <laughs> oh uh, man! Oh wow! This is an easy Larson. This is an easy one, and I think it's probably the same match for both of us. All right. AJ Otani says, what's your favorite wrestler's worst match? Isn't it DX versus Undertaker and Kane in Saudi Arabia? I've never seen it, so I don't know if it's my favorite oh, worst match. Oh, brother. Yeah, that's right. You just said that yesterday. I've never seen it. I kind of refuse to watch it. I I think it's safe to say that, because HBK is your guy, Triple H is my guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's safe to say that that is their worst match. So it's your favorite wrestler's worst match? Yeah, yeah. I mean, basically everything Sid ever did, uh, with well, a few yeah. exceptions. Yeah, but Sid is HBK is your guy. Yeah, it's, it's 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 HBK Danielson, mm. like one A one B for me. Finding Danielson's worst match might be tough. Yeah, I don't know. He probably had some stinkers in WWE because they had some weird gimmick thing attached to it or something like that. Yeah, right. Yeah, but these days, no, it's tough. Yeah. Uh, Kayfabe here says, I'd imagine Okada is going to AEW, but if he's going to WWE, do you think it's possible Triple H worked out a deal for him to show up at the Rumble before his new Japan contract expires in exchange for him completing his other New Japan obligations that run into late February? Yeah, I think anything's possible, to be honest with you. I, I, I would doubt, I, I think that it would be closer to what you're talking about with he would show up at the at, at Mania. Mania, yeah. 
and they'd have Shinsuke cut some promos because maybe that that would be the first thing and that would blow everybody fucking away because it'd be amazing. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, dude, I think these days anything is possible. I think, you know, with Triple H at the helm, with Tanahashi at the helm over there, arrangements could be made. It yeah. wouldn't, it would not shock me at all. I so think seven minutes ago, WrestleVotes tweeted, I'm told the plan as of now is for Seth Rollins to address his health and future as World Heavyweight Champion this Monday night on Raw. Oh, wow. Wow. That doesn't sound good. No, the way that's phrased, yeah, it doesn't sound great. That if if that's true, that would be he's vacating that shit. It's, it would seem like it, yeah. Unless it's there's not, a swerve, they set up for that. And he goes, "I'm not giving this title up. I'm not fucking leaving." Exactly. They'll have to yeah. rip this title out of my hands. Yeah. Yeah. We'll find out if they're working the sheets. No. <laughs> he's, you know, what he's gonna do. He's gonna show him. Be like, you guys want some bathtub chocolate? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you guys want some bathtub chocolate? Maybe they'll do this. Maybe he'll set it up like he's about to vacate. Drew McIntyre comes out. It's like, all right, just give it to me. That it's mine now. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Says, no, no, I ain't giving up anything. It's got to be Drew's at that point, right? Yeah. If Seth has it's- to vacate, you think Drew wins that walking into Mania? Yeah. Drew has that title locked. <laughs> and then we'll get Drew versus CM Punk at WrestleMania. Yeah, maybe they'll do a triple threat. You throw a Damian Priest in there. Maybe. 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 Anyways, that's going to do it for the show today. Thanks what if they do this? What if Seth's out there about to vacate and Priest cashes in then? Oh, shit. You want some bathtub chocolate? <laughs> If I call that, then I earn some chocolate. <laughs> He's about to vacate and Damien Priest, yeah, Damian Priest cashes in. Damien Priest cashes in. How are they going to do that, though? I mean, Seth will walk out there. All he has to do or, was just take a, a, a choke slam. That's a big deal, though, man. You, you, don't, the, you don't. I guess he had to jump on a choke slam. I don't yeah, know. Man. He gets hit in the back of the head with a briefcase or something. Oh, dude! I don't know. You fall. You fall to the ground. You could make. You can make it even worse. You could. It depends on the nature of the injury. It I does. Guess. It, but it if depends on the nature of the injury. If it's yeah. so bad, he's got to vacate it. I don't know, man. But think of that's a, a more exciting way to of, of having a, a champ give up the title than just vacating it. Obviously, it depends on the extent of the injury and if there's potential uh, for more damage to occur. If he the falls wrong, be so bummed out. Then you trot priest out there, <laughs> or priest tries to cash in and then Drew stops him again. <laughs> What if, what, if, what if he tries to cash in on Seth Rollins, succeeds in ringing the bell, and then Seth rolls him up? <laughs> oh, oh, man. And then he says, do you want some bathtub chocolate? Oh, That's going to do gosh. it for us, everybody. Those damn chocolates, man. Till next time, we'll see you around. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. 
which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.